What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful.com. It is September 29th, 2021. We are here to talk AEW Dynamite from Rochester. If you missed out, Jimmy Van missed out today. We were joined by Jeff Hawkins on Not the List in Your Boy, where we talked a lot of wrestling news. Make sure you check that out. And right now on FightfulSelect.com, we've got rumors of a WWE name that isn't under contract and what we've heard about that. And we've got backstage news on Sammy Guevara's title win. If you saw me tweet something about a little eyeball emoji, that's what it was about ahead of this show. A couple of big stories we're dropping at the end of a Fightful Select month. But hey, on Friday, we've got part two of this story about WWE relationships with their broadcast partners. Last week, we had the Fox story. This week, it's USA Network. We've talked to a bunch of sources, but you know who we're talking to right now? How about Bobo DeFelice? Robert Sean, Hayward. I can't believe you've confirmed that uh, Vacant is no longer under contract. That's amazing. Vacant, uh, you don't want me to block you for putting our paywalled Jeez. info out there. Jesus. So, so here we are. FightfulSelect.com, guys. Please subscribe. That is our lifeblood. It would mean an awful lot to us as well. Plus, you get seven weekly shows over there. It's a good time. Uh, but AW Dynamite, man. This is good stuff, dude. Yeah. Really good stuff. Very touching night. This was a night for Brody, even though, you know, obviously yes. the Dark Order wasn't in the top spot, but this was a night for Brody, and it really felt that way through and through. Yes. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just, uh, it's, it was a good, it was, it was a good, feel good show, and it was very emotional. And we're going to get into all that. A reminder, leave a thumbs up on this video, subscribe. And as our, our moderator, Luis, says, send in your super chats to get your question or statement read on the air. Yes. It would mean an awful lot to us. And we've got Zero Fear 94 saying, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. Yeah, JR, JR really tried to deliver that JR line, but uh, it was missing a little gusto. But... Very touching moment for Sammy Guevara to actually get the TNT championship. It was uh, wonderful. Uh, I, I I loved it. Let's go ahead and talk about the show. We kicked off with CM Punk getting a thunderous yeah. ovation. Holy cow, this was great. Are you sick of this guy yet, Sean? I mean, because the people definitely aren't. Because the pop seems to get louder and louder and louder. Stage diver, no. They love CM Punk. And I love that he's still so happy just to be there. Also, for the, for those asking, Alex has the night off after uh, after a busy night handling two shows by himself. So uh, he'll he'll be back next week. No big deal. But Adam Cole came out and a uh, boy, yeah, it is uh, the it, best. It's wild what what wrestling in front of ten thousand people compared to the same two hundred people. All due respect to NXT, but it's amazing how how over you see somebody is. Yeah, and Adam Cole, I've said it every week is, in my opinion, the best wrestler going today. And he was up against the future of the industry in Jungle Boy, and they did not disappoint, not one bit. Um, My God, this was a freaking match. This is how you spend the first yeah. 20 minutes of your show, right yes. here, Robert. Uh, so Some great work inside the ring, outside the ring. Jeez, man, they were on fire this is one of my favorite dynamite episodes of the year i thought like it was just everything clicked tonight and this was an awesome way to start it off it shows that you don't need to have a grand slam labeled show you just need to have 
a good consistent show and this match delivered that the hurricanrana from the apron to the floor adam cole delivering you know panama city sunrise uh getting in the way of Aubrey Edwards, using that cheap heat, low blow. He's still a heel through and yes. through, no matter how much the people want to cheer him. Love that. Uh, Jungle Boy looks better and better every single week. He's going to be a champion by, I would say, All Out next year. And this was just a really solid match. And uh, what the thing is with, with this Jungle Boy, if they add a trios title, you know that title's coming. That, that title reign's coming sooner than later. Yeah, I kind of think they should with with how much they've got going on, and they could defend it on dark and dark elevation sometimes, which I think could be good. Um, there, there's so much going on with AEW right now, and they've got such a a just a stocked, loaded roster, and not everybody can have next, Robert. No, and I think that's a consistent problem for them but that's a great problem to have you've got john moxley and sting and darby allen just in a trios and they still feel like some of the most important parts on the show it's just a loaded roster and adam cole just adds to that depth so much more um we'll get to the bray wyatt rumors momentarily guys stop spamming our chat with that uh, we reported on fightful select that we had heard nothing of that um so this Jungle Boy Adam Cole match. I love it because if they went to a commercial, I didn't realize it during the match. It like to me, I was so fixed on the match, Robert, that it didn't feel like there was a commercial during the match. Now, maybe they did a picture in picture that I didn't remember, but what they did instead is they had that god awful super kick party song hit, which I love. Yeah. The, everybody agrees that the Adam Cole theme is, is amazing. And I, I my heart smiles for Mikey Ruckus every time I hear it. Every time I hear it. Because that guy is such a good guy. But that super kick party song hits, and it's intentionally, like, ridiculous. And there's all these groans from the commentary team. They're like, yeah. oh, oh, man. And, <laughs> and then they cut to commercial. And the thing is, like, I want to know What's going to happen next? I want to know why are they coming out? What are they going to say? Well, what they do is they cut to Carl Anderson, who's who wasn't there last week, so they give him some mic time. And if you thought there was any heat between them and Adam Cole, he puts over Cole, he puts over the rest of the elite, and then they're like, oh, by the way, also you two, uh, Nakazawa and Cutler. Yeah, This was pretty awesome. I thought this was a good promo, too. A great promo. First of all, shout out to Mikey Ruckus. Number one on the heavy metal charts on iTunes with an Adam Cole theme song. CM Punk puts over how much the Being the Elite song sucks. You know, great promo from Nakazawa who just says, I have nothing to say. That might have been one of the funniest things he's done since he's gotten there. And the Elite is just having fun. And then, of course, they hand the mic to the cleaner. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Kenny Omega. Oh, by the way, they, they, before that, they handed it to Nakazawa. And then they, he was like, I've got nothing to say. Yeah, I just said that was like the funniest thing he's done since he's gotten there. Oh, man. So <laughs> we've got Daniel or Brian Danielson coming out. And then 
he's he's cutting his promo on Kenny Omega. I'm trying to collect myself to see how I can even relay this message. But basically, he wants Kenny Omega again. Omega wants nothing to do with Brian Danielson. And effectively, he got the no balls chant over. Yeah. Major. Kenny no balls Omega. It's working. Danielson, Danielson's not going to wear it, but he's going to have a Kenny no balls Omega shirt made, which is just amazing. And the crowd ate it up. And it's working very, very well because Omega's right. He doesn't have to fight him again. He's got no record. They did the match. Now he's got to prove himself. And Brian Danielson, whether he wants it or not, has to suck it up because, you know, you got to get up those rankings. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Bryan, or Bryan. I'm never going to get used to this. I'm if never you call him Daniel Bryan Danielson, I think you'll be covered. Yeah. Evan Wright says desperately need Cutler and Nakazawa as a tag team. I think they'll they'll get there. I think they'll. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So as we as we look at this, do you think they're going to a title match or just another rematch with Brian Danielson and Omega? Because I really like the idea that people have to earn their title shots in AEW. Now Brian Danielson is going to face Nick Jackson on Rampage, is what we hear. Uh, he brings out this collection of Jurassic Express and Christian and, and Kazarian, which I don't know why you'd have Kazarian in this fight. He gets his ass whipped by everybody in the elite. But I like the idea of Brian Danielson winning his way to this title shot, like not giving Kenny Omega a chance to say no. He wrestles Dynamite, Rampage. I would send him to dark tapings and have him beat people right. up. Like rack up those wins. And there's enough time between now and full gear where you can rack up enough to say, okay, I, I'm undisputed. You can't deny me. And then do the match at full gear because I think that's the way to go. I think with, I know there's other people that people want to face Kenny, but I think there will always be time for those matches. Strike while the iron is hot with Brian Danielson. Guys, I see your Bobby Fish messages. You don't have to send them anymore. Please don't spam our chat. Thank you very much. <laughs> Eloquent says CM Punk was amazing on commentary. I thought there were some times where he he was like out of left field and he would start a thought and he would just stop talking. Like and you could tell the rest of the commentary team was like, You got you got any more? You got yeah. you got any more? Evan Wright says AEW flexing cult of personality. That fire Adam Cole theme and Tarzan boy back to back to back is amazing. Love the show from top to bottom. And El Ray Velez says that Adam Cole theme is a Bobski. Daniel yeah, R says, go ahead. Sorry. It really is. And you know, really don't miss the intro of the show. You get some of the best theme songs right at the start. And it really makes you regret if you did miss it. We've got Daniel R. saying, good show, but I feel like the elite feud is getting a little repetitive. They need some new people or not to do it every week. They just got Adam Cole. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so at all. I there is turmoil within that group that you'll eventually see with Kenny and Adam, but they'll tell that story when they're ready. And I think that's when the elite will disband for the time being. Sean Blanford says, give me Brian versus Cole at, at full gear. Pretty please. Oh, I would... Yeah, I, I love that as a match. I love that as like that's how he gets back to Omega. I also wouldn't hate if Omega dropped the title in the time being to a returning Heyman page whenever the hell that happens. And Danielson's like, as much as I want the title, 
it's just not about that right yeah. now. And I think Danielson can always make it about the title when he's ready, but at some point he's going to definitively make Kenny Omega tap out and determine that he is the best in the world. And whenever that happens, because honestly, AEW has enough big time shows that they can do it months from now. Yeah. It will be such an important moment. So guys, since everybody's asking about the Bray Wyatt rumors and no Bray tonight, listen, Who's the reason that? we didn't report anything about it on FightfulSelect.com was because it wasn't happening. The man is under a contract right now. He's under a non-compete contract. And there's people saying, oh, well, he could have got out of it. Where are you all getting this from? Like, where, where, where are you all cooking this up from? The man is under a non-compete until the end of October. We even reported today that we hadn't heard anything like that. He's a very private guy anyway, so I get the feeling like whatever he's going to do probably isn't going to be out there before it happens and or before he he comes into the company. And I know there's the connection to Brody Lee, and that's understandable. But the man's under a non-compete right now. A very highly paid non-compete, by the way. Uh, and you, you take that month of pay if you can get it yeah. before you you head off to do other things. Robert, there, there weren't any real hints towards this either, and AEW no. usually likes to hint a little bit. Yeah, I think this is a lot of people just being excited about there's a connection between you, you know Luke Harper, Bray Wyatt. So I think that's all it was. But yeah, I think the Dark Order proved tonight that they might not even necessarily need hangman page at the helm of this yeah. they've got the helm of this all in the family well let's talk about somebody who was there leo rush was teaching us about leveraged buyouts i love this promo i, I loved it i i do as well i'm glad leo is back in the game yeah. i just hope it stays that way you know what i mean like i want him sure. to stay in wrestling and thrive because he can thrive and he will in this game i think and but AEW, i think he'll thrive very well if you're one of those people that are like lmao didn't he retire yeah he changed his fucking mind how about that guy Fair enough. <laughs> he changed his mind have you ever changed your mind before you ever changed day. your mind multiple times i've been at the candy bar aisle and had an embarrassing change of minds multiple times in one sitting who cares but yeah as somebody points out sounds like he should be running the hfo yeah, somebody's got to split that crew up. So I wouldn't mind that, actually. Oh, man. Uh, we got somebody saying, Meltzer reported it last week in The Observer. Didn't hear anything about it in The Observer. Yeah. I didn't hear anything about that. Um, sorry, uh, I didn't. I If, if he did, send, send me the specific excerpt where Dave Meltzer reported that in The Observer. Not some second-hand or third-hand article claiming that he did. Not a tweet claiming that he and did. And not like a Wrestling Observer radio, hey, maybe they'll do this because that's not him saying they're doing this. Yes. I, I do not, I don't re recollect all that. Like, that. it's, there you go. Daniel R. says, would love for Danielson to win the ladder match at some point after Omega has lost and demands Omega instead. Yeah, he would be a good person to win the casino match and then actually win the title. Yeah, and the casino match, uh, they threw that announcement in there really quick for next week. That's an exciting. When's the last time you saw a multi-man ladder match on 
free TV. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're doing a lot of stuff like the triple threat with Rosa, Nyla and Jade. Uh, Jade. That's really good. I mean, doing like a triple threat for a, a match that isn't a title match or top contender match. I love that too. And I like the, the little interaction that they had there as well. Like on like the video promos, I thought that was good stuff as well. They maximize their time very well with these television shows. Andrade approaches the Lucha Brothers and wants the tag titles. What I want is for Andrade to earn the tag title shot. Again, give me a gauntlet. Give me a, a ladder match. Give me a battle royal. Give me an excuse. But I don't want them to be in the habit of like, oh, well, here you go. Just do this title shot gimmick. Well, um, here's the excuse. He didn't challenge for the AEW titles. He said he wanted the AAA tag team titles. So they'll, um, they'll do that. Yeah, that's a fair point. But I'm interested in the match. I, I kind of hope he's been recruiting Pac this whole time. That would be amazing. But also, I'm thinking you've got rushes on the shelf, but you've got Dragon Lee. You've got uh, Mystico or Jalistico now. I, maybe one of those guys. I think that could work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> James Barr says, Dave only mentioned that Bray could waive his non-compete and might show up tonight if he wanted See? to. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. He says, it wasn't confirmed by Dave or Brian. There you go. And, uh, I mean, I think that if you're going to waive it, you probably do that towards the beginning, uh, not, hey, I want to get out next week and do it. Um, but, yeah, I would be shocked if they they let that happen. Boy, let me tell you about some stuff that I liked. Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson against Matt Seidel and Dante Martin. First off, Matt Seidel is a great uh, – and, by the way, people said he asked for the AAA tag. Okay, I get that. Yeah. Um, you're right. My bad. Uh, usually I just assume, hey, they're talking about tag titles on an AEW show. Probably going to talk about theirs. The AAA tag titles have Fair not enough. been featured as much recently. They were originally before AEW had their own titles uh, to, to defend on there. So that's why my initial thought was, well, I'd like for them to earn it. 
if it's a triple a tag titles i don't give a shit give them the title shot i mean that's yep. consistent with triple a um it's consistently inconsistent with triple a yeah uh, but this cody rhodes match matt seidel is the right person to be leading dante martin while darius is out i think robert yes and matt seidel has been there he's done the flips for the sake of doing the flips he can add a little bit of logic in there but dante martin right now he's Rey mysterio in 94 he's just so good and there's no reason for him to be on a leash dante martin i feel bad for his brother but yeah. dante has really become a breakout star in the short period of time that he's been a single so i would really like whenever dante or darius comes back we get one tag match and then uh and then Darius, like, there, there's a, a brief turn on Dante. It's just a brotherly love thing. You do a short three to four week program. They have a really great match that shows you that Darius is every good as Dante. And then they hug afterwards and they're good. No hate, just brotherly competition there and a good TV program. That makes a lot of sense to me because you don't want to lose top flight. They're a great tag team. But I think Darius would be wrong to not say hey no no i deserve some of this love too i've just been away now i need to show you josh says i apologize for the srs i was misinformed well, i mean i was just misinformed about a title challenge on this show so who gives a shit we'll be all right this match was really good and it really showed something out of lee johnson who needed to really kick it into another gear very badly uh, we haven't heard him talk much. We see him fairly often, but we don't hear him talk much. And it, it's been like a year since, it feels like a yeah. year since that Ben Carter breakout match. Like, yeah. when was that? That was, I think, right at the beginning of this year, maybe February. Yeah, it feels it feels like it was forever ago. Uh, it was it was during, uh, was it NBA All-Star Week? No, no, it was a year ago. That really? was... That was, yeah, that was September 2020. Wow. wow. So, I mean, like, we are a far cry from that, and we haven't seen a ton out of him since. We've seen pop up here and there, but this was great. When Cody's not getting the job done, his rookie pulls him to the corner, slaps him on the back, and gets the job done. Whoo, boy. This was and, good stuff. And Lee Johnson absolutely deserves to shine cody looks like an asshole for jumping the gun and then failing to even pull the trigger and i did not even mean to make those references <laughs> leading into this <laughs> brutal art anderson problem okay let me see i love that jeremy knew immediately that i was going to want an article on this so let me find it yeah let me let me cough real quick so after this match Arn Anderson was not happy. Eloquent says, Arn told Cody he'd keep that piece on him, and Big Shotty left with him. He didn't want no problems. Trent Hill says, Arn went full John Wick on that Cody promo. It was amazing. Boris Nisnovich says, Glock Anderson, Gran Torino, Arn Wick, Armed Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Music and Moonsault says, forget Suzuki, Arn Anderson is the real murder grandpa. Yeah. Joey Bag of Donuts says, I knew Double A was in NWA, but not straight out of Compton. 
Jordan Scott says, so basically Arn called Cody a pussy, yes? Yeah, he really did. Really did. Ricardo says, those Cody sucks chants were real. And Evan Wright says, I hope Arn had twins, Brock and Glock Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) So, Arn Arn Anderson. Anderson. Let let me just get through this and we'll talk about it. Arn Anderson says, and I quote, you pull up to a red light. A man jerks the car door open and says, out of the car, I'm taking your car. You say, okay, take it. Just don't hurt me. You know what I do? I pull out the Glock, put it on his forehead, and spill his brains all over the concrete. I'm Arn Anderson, and all that implies, and I'll be damned if I'm going to coach a loser. And then he says, come on, Lee. And Lee hits the bricks with him. Well, He didn't literally do that, but what he did was pull out his Glock and pistol whip Cody across the face and say, you bitch, and left. Holy crap. Might have uh, have sprayed on him a little bit, too, before he left. Like, this was brutal. I mean, my God, if you didn't know that there was tension between the Andersons and the Rhodes, like he basically said, this is why I never hung around your daddy. You guys, you guys just don't have it in you to have that mean streak. Arn Anderson essentially admitted that he would not hesitate to kill a man. And I think that is the difference between Arn Anderson and quite frankly, the rest of a lot of professional wrestlers. He also said basically Why are you calling out Malachi Black? Hell, I'd take the match instead of you. Unfortunately, I'm too old because he just doesn't think Cody has it in him. I think Cody needs to really kick the crap out of Arn Anderson, solidify a heel turn. I don't care if he doesn't want to call it that. He can call it whatever he wants that week. But Cody's going to need to do something because Arn Anderson essentially emasculated him. Oh, man. This this was awesome. It was this awesome. Was, this was great. Uh, Evan Wright says he needs Leo Rush versus Dante Martin, please. I would love yeah. it. This is this is what what we watch for. Like a guy who can't work in the ring anymore, delivering a promo like this, burying a guy, but at the same time, putting him over. He's he's putting over what Cody Rhodes is going to become, and he puts over Lee Johnson because Lee Johnson is a winner. He's looking at Lee Johnson. Arn Anderson pointed to Lee Johnson and said, he's better than you, former NWA ROH champion. I think he held the ROH title. Yeah. Cody Rhodes. Lee Johnson, this rookie, carries you. That He he got like three people over. And as a result, he's getting Brandy over because Brandy's out there shaking her head going, no, none of this is true. And that Brandy's delusional. Her character's delusional. She's standing by her man. She's she's supporting him. Ooh, this is a perfect pro wrestling segment, Robert. And Brandy is the kind of person who is going to fire back and going to be the person to perhaps reinsert the spine into Cody Rhodes and deliver that fire, which is what he's going to need. I'm interested in seeing where this goes. For the first time, the Cody-verse looks like a lot of fun. I'm interested in seeing where this story goes. Also, shout out to CM Punk, who very coyly at the end of that said, listen, Arn Anderson has a body count from the 80s, but yeah. he didn't use a gun to get to get it there, which popped me. 
Whew. James Boris says, Kenny, no balls on a t-shirt win uh, tomorrow. I'd bet. Jordan yeah. Scott says, give me Brian, a returning hangman face off in a ladder match next week. Have the elite screw Brian and help and Cole help Paige win. Um, uh, I don't think, uh, yeah. Have Cole help Paige to win? No. Well, I don't think so. They're going to run on BTE. They kind of did the thing where he was like, Yeah, I'm going to go have a beer with Paige because yes. he doesn't understand that they're he not all friends. He hasn't been watching the product. Yes. Right. But he also doesn't understand that Cody's not their friend anymore. So I'm sure that he'll be in that ladder match next week. But I don't think Adam Cole or Adam Page will win that ladder match next week. Reminder, guys, get your super chats in. We have uh, big news on the rumored name whose deal is up with WWE uh, and also the main event of tonight. Backstage news on that up at FightfulSelect.com right now. And leave a thumbs up if you're watching. New Punk Rant says, I haven't been this emotionally invested in wrestling since WCW 96, 97. I've loved parts of different eras, but AEW is special and only getting started. Yeah. As long as this good creativity keeps rolling, I'm here for it. I get phone calls like that from different people who are just lapsed fans every week that are just like, this AEW is fun. Wrestling is fun again. And it really is. Uh, we had a super chat where Volov says the Lloyds of London jokes from CM my Punk. God. Those were oh, good. Very good. He just kept saying, I would, but that would violate my Lloyds of London. And if you know, you know, and those jokes were perfect. Well, we had Eddie Moxley and Darby Allen against Bear Country and Anthony Green. I'm so happy Anthony Green is on Dynamite. Um, when when I saw that he and Kurt Stallion were working FTR, and I was like, I was like, oh, Anthony Green is going to work himself into more appearances because th them that's tailor made for him. I mean, his gimmick is was retro AG. He's yeah. he's a throwback. It it's weird that we are in. We are talking about a form of entertainment where I see somebody get dropped on their head by a 65-year-old man, and I think, I'm so happy for him. Yeah. I'm so happy for him. Yeah. He he got some offense on Kingston and Moxley. He super kicked both of them, and they're both selling for him there, shaking it off. And he does a body press to both of them, and he just bounces off. Yep. That's all this match is besides uh, one of Bear Country getting dropped on their dome. Mm. nasty but this this was exactly what it needed to be and sting afterwards being like well let me get a piece of that there youngsters and hits him with a death drop that's something that a heel does but we're like yeah go ahead and do it sting yeah i mean shout out to the 205 live guys who are just like living life and enjoying it 2.0 has been all over aw anthony green gets a scorpion death drop and everybody here just looks like they're having the most fun. Yeah, Moxley's not in the title picture anymore, but he's not an afterthought. Like, everybody yeah. still feels important. And that's such a lost art form on every other day of the week in professional wrestling. This was fun. It was effective. It got four big stars on TV. And that's why that's that's yeah, an that's... effective pro wrestling segment. Yeah. Well, we had the 16-man tag. Jordan Scott says, I love AEW, but man, 16-man tag yeah. is overwhelming. Not here. Not here, it's not. I'm okay with it here, but how did you feel? 
I think it's definitely overwhelming. I understand why Cassidy was there. He had a match to build for Friday, but it, yeah, he didn't need to be in that. Yeah, he could have. He could have just been back up for them or something. Yeah, he could have come out after the match and chased uh, Jack Evans off. Because uh, I would have done fourteen man. Because I didn't think uh, Jorah Joel needed to be in there as as well. Yeah. It just seemed like overkill. Yeah, you know what? I don't disagree with you there. Mike Preventure says, I'm so glad they didn't have Hangman come back and fix the Dark Order like I thought I wanted. This was 100 times better. Mm. Well, what happened was that there's some dissension there. And they even said on the broadcast, Tony Khan was like, get it together. Do this for Brody. Mookie, uh, Chris Harrington, who was a close friend of, of John Huber, Brody Lee's was front row. That almost made me tear up. Uh, he did some writing for Fightful in the past. A great guy who... Uh, deserves all the success he gets. And it's not a surprise that those two good people were such good friends. Um, that was emotional, but negative one, Tay Conti, Anna Jay, and Amanda Huber come out. And negative one throws the papers yeah. at Uno. And Amanda Huber's doing the typical Brody Lee go off on them thing. Uh, I I kind of wish she would have dropped some F-bombs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been cool. But then they fire up. You got Cole Cabana doing a beautiful acai moonsault outside. He can still get it. Uh, Stu Grayson doing his great spot. The Daniel R. mentions the Pele kick, double Pele kick by Silver. Evan Wright saying Amanda and Brody made him cry tonight. And El Ray Velez saying he loved when negative one threw the papers and he popped hard. This was the feel-good moment. This was honoring Brody Lee. Yeah, Amanda was the missing piece of the puzzle here. Because I think everybody knew Brody's going to come out and do something and maybe say, get it together, guys. But Amanda, who was a wrestler in the past, yelling at them, get this together. We're not doing this tonight. Do this for Brody. And they just fire up and they go off. Uh, Silver and Reynolds just about killed Jorah Joel. And it was perfect. It was the perfect moment. Uh, Brody Lee Jr. negative one gets to be on Ten's shoulders, does the Dark Order claw. It was the perfect moment for Brody. Now, I don't know why later in the show they seemed to retcon this on commentary and go back to, yeah, well, some in the Dark Order just don't know how to act when they were all on the same page, but maybe that's because there's more to the story. But this was a beautiful moment. Well, we've got uh, Rob Oaken saying, been there. Sid Justice, if he was watching AEW, I, I'm not sure what that's in reference to, unless it's maybe the, the Anthony Green thing. But Evan says, need Bear Country to go win the IWGP tag titles. Oh, when travel opens up, they should head over there. Yeah. Daniel R says, who will win the ladder match next week? And Alicia Ellis says, thoughts on who you think should be in the casino ladder match? And do we know how many participants? I well, think it's I think eight. Bar- yeah, but it's I think it's got to be Danielson, if that's the way that they're rocking. Because... Like I said, just give me oh, the reason. Give me the reason he's getting this match. And if you want him to go an hour at full gear, well, don't twist my arm. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with him winning that match or getting screwed out of it and building two months and months down the line. I'm okay with Danielson. If you want a surprise comeback page and have him win it here and just have him shoot up the rankings since he lost the shot, that's a good way to do that. If you were so determined to do something with Frankie and Kenny, that's an easy way. Frankie can climb a ladder, grab the chip, and get the title match. 
but there really are quite a few options. I think, well, Orange Cassidy's got his big match Friday. Otherwise, I'd say him. He's like 16 and one. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs should probably be in it. Um, maybe Moxley, Cage, Jungle Boy. Brian Cage, ranked. yeah. I, I mean, Christian Cage. Uh, Brian Cage, I don't even know if, I, after the last few weeks, I don't think so. Uh, Miro may, might, you know, they might want to throw him mm. in there because of the nature of, you know, him losing and all that. But I guess, I guess we'll see. Uh, Sawyer says, I never knew that I wanted to see Moxley and Kingston no sell a flying crossbody till tonight. They, they do a lot of spots that you don't necessarily think will come from people of that size. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Moxley has gotten a bit bigger and a little more thick. Yeah. And I think this sold it perfectly. And I like where he's going with his new style and his new look and direction. And Kingston has been the perfect partner for that. James Boris says, Hangman and Danielson sounds like a more reasonable alliance. that gets us to full gear for Hangman's win. Also, why not have full gear in Virginia or maybe Baltimore? They've done it in the past. Uh, they wanted to go somewhere different. Uh, they wanted to get a little more wet out west, which uh, they're, they're not going to be doing the rest of this year, like many, many west uh, dates. But, yeah, I, I'm glad that they went somewhere besides the east. Yeah. Well, if you want to take your penis into full gear, check out our friends at bluechew.com. Blue Chew, that unique online service. Mm. <laughs> You're reaffirming. Uh -huh. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. It's a very unique service, Sean, because quite honestly, look at how awkward I am during these ad reads, guys. Yeah. Do you think I would really want to be going to the doctor and saying, hey, I can't get my dick hard? No, you don't. Yeah. And that's why there's BlueChew.com. Go ahead, it, John. It, it's, it's not just if you can't get your dick hard. It's if you want that confidence for that main event performance. Maybe you don't want to, like, play dick roulette and be like, oh, is it going to get hard tonight? You, you want to you win the Casino Battle Royale of dicks, if that's, into, if that's your sort of thing. That's and right. Blue Chew is going to make sure that you have that peak performance and that confidence to deliver. You'll be at championship performance with Blue Chew dot com and the code fightful and you get your first shipment free all you got to do is pay five dollars shipping that's it and that, that five dollars shipping is basically hush money for the mailman because it arrives in a discreet package and when this package arrives discreetly it makes your package not so discreet because no. you're gonna be throwing that thing let me tell you it's got the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis so you know it works but no waiting in line at the doctor's office. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. No nosy Nellies at the pharmacy. Come on. You know, you've seen those people that work at the pharmacy. All due respect to the people that work at the pharmacy. But they're like, oh, what are they getting? What are they getting? People in line there like, oh, what are you getting? What are you getting? That's cool. Oh, dick pals, yeah. huh? It's none of their damn business, Sean. It's none of their damn business at all. Use bluechew.com. Eye contact! <sighs> And the code Fightful, get your first shipment free. I love this job. Donate a Super Chat, guys. Get your question or statement read on the air. I greatly appreciate you guys doing so and investing in us. Uh, by the way, guys, this week I've got interviews that have dropped with Alicia Atute and Selena De La Renta, as well as Alex Shelley 
And I got one dropping with EC3. I had to free the narrative too. We talk a lot about Braun Strowman. I mean, he and Braun are very close and they're going to beat the shit out of each other on free the narrative too yeah. this upcoming weekend. But while we're talking about this weekend, we announced a new show, uh, Grapsity Pod. Make sure you follow them at Grapsity Pod on Twitter. Uh, we announced our hosts this week. We got Righteous Reg. We got William Washington. We got Philip Lindsay. Every Saturday, you're going to get a taste of those guys. I'm so excited to have them as a part of the of the Fightful family. You guys are really, really going to enjoy this show. Uh, you guys really do like those weekly news shows and discussion shows. So this is one that I think is going to fit incredibly well. So make sure you guys tune into this. Show them some love. And uh, yeah, leave those thumbs ups. Donate their super chats, super chats to them, all that good stuff as well. Alicia Ellis says, thoughts on Brian Cage? Seems like a WWE guy to me. Uh, uh, Brian Cage, there's an article up on the website right now where he basically says, I don't know why the buck stops with Tony. I think he needs more people helping him out. That's that's a bit of a shock coming from well, a guy who isn't really on TV, even though they spent about a month building to a match with Ricky Starks look, that hasn't happened. Look at some of the stuff that made TV up until the first week of January, 2020 Tony Khan said on the record to me that he made a new year's resolution to be where the buck stops and be the, the, the person who makes the decisions nightmare collective got broken up. The dark order got better. There was a lot of shit that was on that show that is no longer on that show since then. So uh, I, th I think they're doing all right. Yeah, Tony, and he's been very proud of this. Every interview he does, he says, the show's gotten better since I've taken over everything. And, and it has. Hard to argue. Evan Wright says, did you ask DC3 about Mahavali Shara again, Sean? <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. Joey Bag of Donuts says, I guarantee Arn took a blue chew before that promo. I bet you he was. I bet you that got Arn Anderson going. That, that a Glock in his pocket, or is he happy to see you? Yeah. Well, maybe both. Maybe both. Hope he's got the safety on. Is all I can say because there's some extra business going on down there. Alicia Ellis says, "Sing Amanda made me feel like she'd be a great general manager type personality, keeping the talent in check." I half expected her to bump somebody because I mean yeah. she's wrestled before, and we got the Tay Conti Anna J match against. Uh, Bunny and Penelope Ford. Now, a lot of this match happened during the break. I thought this was good. I thought this was the best combination of either of any of these people that we've seen so far. That uh, kick, the Booker T style kick that Anna J did, woo! She good walloped for her too. Walloped old girl. Yeah, this was fun. Uh, Anna J's only had twenty seven matches, I think. Maybe this was her twenty eighth, and she's solid for somebody who's had less than 30 matches uh penelope and the bunny listen they are great at what they do especially the bunny i think she's gotten a lot better as time's gone by but anna and tay make me think hey i wouldn't mind seeing a women's tag team championship in this promotion i think they need a few more women before they get there but i wouldn't mind seeing it I thought this was pretty solid stuff. I was happy to see it. They also announced Hikaru Shida. R26 says, Shida being back on TV makes me so happy. Well, it makes me especially happy because they announced her for a returning Serena mm. Deeb. 
who is one of the best wrestlers going right now. Alicia Ellis says Serena and Deeb is going to hump. It yep. sure is. Uh, Cheetah on her way to 50 wins. I think the only person who has that right now is Jungle Boy. And Deeb took uh, Dean Malenko's Man of a Thousand Holds. She's the Woman yes. of a Thousand Holds. And I think, you know what? It's well-deserved. I bet she got the blessing. Bet you anything, because Dean does. Dean has worked there. I like this. I'm so excited for it. Oh, man. Zach Barber says, I will hear no Dan Lambert slander tonight. This man is very good on the mic. Well, I thought he was the third best person on the mic tonight. But number two and three, all due respect to Scorpio Sky and Dan Lambert. Ethan Page abused that what chant. That is how you shut down a what chant. You don't give them a chance to say it, Robert. Whew, yeah, that was good. Look, I was asked by the person I watched this with. He says, "Why do they have Lambert when Paige can talk?" And I said, "Because Paige will get cheered, and Lambert won't, because Paige is so good." And I, I say it every time I see him. I can't believe I had to write an article about him ripping his own heart out just this calendar year. He's so good for this company. And I will say, now that we're talking about them. After the show, during the first commercial break of Roads to the Top, uh, the men of the year confronted Sammy with the championship. So it looks like one of them will be getting the first crack at the new TNT champion. We'll talk about that momentarily. But uh, I recall uh, less than a year ago, I had a certain former world champion who was livid that I compared him to Ethan Page in a positive light. That That was a funny, funny talk. But... El Ray Velez says, Ethan Page can cut a damn good promo. Brent Lockman says, very few people can deal with the what chance like Ethan Page. It was glorious. Cornman316 says, Ethan Page masterfully killed the what chant by not taking a single breath during his promo. Why do they need Lambert? He can talk, but his cringe app. Well, he's I don't think he's a long-term guy. I think he's going to be a short-term guy because that's how he's always been. Like everywhere, MLW, Impact Wrestling. Like He comes in, he does his spots, and then he hits the bricks for a while. I think he's smart enough to realize that he's better in these small doses and he's there to get a bunch of heat, get his ass kicked and hit the bricks. Yeah. And Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky aren't. This was such a good promo. He talked about everything from his tight tits to just being good. Yeah. So I will say with Lambert, don't listen to anything he does outside the industry because you'll quickly see that it is an act and he has nothing but love and respect for the world of professional wrestling. He's just very good at filling a role that they need him to fill. I do think we see some more MMA people in the mix before Lambert goes away. Guys, get your super chats in. It would mean a lot if you all invested in this program. Uh, But also you can invest in this program by checking out the new Fightful magazine articles on CM Punk, John Cena, Thunder Rosa, Brian Lee, the Thunderdome, Fire Pro Wrestling, all kinds of great stuff in there. You got my last word. You got the mailbag. There's so much good stuff in this magazine. These articles don't get old either. We got physical and digital editions. You got the Wrestler's Tribune in every ep- or in every issue, rather. Cody Diener is the latest uh, contributor. You guys are going to love Fightful Magazine. Part four of our interview with Ricky Steamboat. Check it out, guys. Fightfulmag.com. You can also go to shop.fightful.com. Uh, I'm going to make more of a concentrated effort to 
upload more designs. We've got some some quirky designs that are like based on our podcast. Then we have some more stylish ones as well that that I think you guys are really going to like. Make sure you guys check that out. Jordan Scott says, if TBS title is a thing, who do you see winning it? I think it's got to be somebody who's perceived as a top person. That was important with the TNT title and Cody. Uh, yeah, assuming that this is the secondary belt for the women, I would put it on Serena Deeb is a great choice for this championship. She can set a pace. She can have many matches with anybody. And I think I'd start there and work my way to a new star like a Ty Conchi. Roger, that 95 says, going to my first AEW show next week. I can't wait. I, I don't care how if I sound like a shill or whatever. You're going to love it. It is a different type of experience. Now, yeah, I've been to the GCWs and all that stuff, and that's a great experience too. But a 10,000-seat TV show, you can't really – you yeah. can't really replicate that with that type of energy. New Punk Rant says, I'm really excited for the triple threat. I hope that main event's Rampage. Also, I love how savage MJF is. He definitely is modern-day Piper. Oh, boy. <laughs> so MJF finds ways to put over people and bury them. It's masterful. He comes out and talks about the four pillars of AEW. Uh, not people that built themselves elsewhere, like the Bucks or Cody or Cole or anything. People who AEW made them know them. Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy, him. And he mentions that he's beaten two of them and then just bypasses Darby. He wants a world title shot. And in my mind, I'm thinking, man, he just lost. Don't do this. But if there's anybody who wanted, who would want to skip the line, it's MJF. But Darby ain't having that. The, he calls him like... MJF calls him like a skateboarding school shooting mime and school shooter skate school shooter mime on a skateboard, which Ooh. was God hey. damn. Oof, that's that's heavy in this day and age. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now we have Josh Baker saying I was convinced that MJF was the unquestioned future top heel, but that Ethan Page promo has me rethinking who might be the top guy. What a killer. I can't wait until they cut promos on each other because they're categorically different types of promos. Ethan Page has, they both have a gift of gab, but his is way different. It doesn't go where MJF's does, and that's not a bad thing. It's his own way. Yeah, but I would say that even though I like Ethan Page on the mic, nobody's touched holding a candle. Well, that's MJF that's right because now. if you hold a candle to MJF, MJF's going to get a can of hairspray and a Zippo lighter yeah. out and just melt the candle down. Like, that's, he that's is... what he does. He's like, I don't care who I can possibly piss off. He brought up Darby Allen being straight edge, and I don't know how many of you all have watched Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, but he effectively, wrong kid, dad. To Darby Allen. Yeah. Oh my God. He was like, you and your uncle went on a joyride and the wrong guy died. Holy shit. Now here's the thing. They, they you know they clear this stuff. And that's that's what it comes down to for me. Is somebody uncomfortable in this thing, the person affected specifically? If Darby's okay with it, well, hell, who am I to say anything? Holy you know, shit. A very special moment because Darby never talks. 
in the yeah. ring. He does all his talking through pre-tapes backstage and through special videos that are edited. Darby's in the ring and he comes across very natural and MJF is just lighting him up. Then right about the time where you think Darby's going to take the skateboard and break his teeth, Darby just says, you're not going to rattle me. Uh, I don't need this. And MJF says, oh, I'm not going to rattle you. Okay, we're done. So you know MJF is probably going to go interview members of Darby's family or something. It's going to be brutal, but it's going to be great. And this is the feud that I didn't know I was ready for just yet. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for this. And I had heard a lot of programs possibly being talked uh, thrown about uh, for, for after All Out. I hadn't heard of this one. I'm very excited to see where this goes. This is there. great. Sawyer says, shout out to Sheeta's English getting a lot better while she was away. That deep match will own. Uh, one of the most viewed videos on this channel is a video of Hikaru Shida eating a Reese's Cup for the first time. My God, man. Like, I tried, like, when I covered MMA full-time, I tried to learn some Portuguese. I spent several weeks trying to learn it. It was so hard. And I tried to learn a little Japanese, too. And learning something in a different language is one thing. Learning something with a different alphabet is yeah. way harder. So uh, a ton of respect to her. I love that. And it really makes you look at people like Kevin Owens and be like, if he talks shit this well in his second language, how good can he talk it in his first? Yeah, I mean, by God, Kevin Owens is a guy who self-admitted wrestling taught him how to speak English. Yeah, And so that that is amazing. And kudos to Sheeta, who is working really hard. I think she is a pillar for them going yes. forward. Yes, I think, the, I think that'd be a good podcast of its own. Who are the pillars of each company? Jordan That's Scott said, point. oh, no, MJF is going to kill Sting. You know what? He could. Oh, my God. See, I wonder if that was concentrated. I wonder if they intentionally didn't bring Sting out there because they kind of want you to forget that that's going to be promo material in the future. Also, I mean, he did call Sting a number two guy, referencing that Sting was never the top yeah. face whenever there was anybody bigger around. So you know they're going to get into it. And that's that's going to be a lot of fun. Also, shout out to our friend Maggie, who speaks fantastic English. Wow. Fantastic English. Uh, wonderful person. Get in your super chats, guys. We're poor. Yes. Very poor. Sammy Guevara defeated Miro for the TNT title. What a title reign Miro has had. Miro was in this situation where I think that he showed that he could cut these 30-second promos and they relied on them way, I don't want to say too much, but I heard they had to really push for the last, for last week's segment to happen. And this title match and title change was supposed to happen sooner. I've got more info on, on when it was supposed to happen, when they had planned for it to happen over on FightfulSelect.com right now, but this match is good. And if they move Miro directly into the Casino Battle Royal or the Casino Ladder Match, I think it's a good transition because in AEW, it's not like immediate title match stuff. But the match itself was dope. There was one spot in particular, Robert, I want us to talk about to kick off. I'm pretty sure Sammy Guevara could do a shooting star flatliner if he wanted to. Yes, I think... But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, like Sammy is so he's so athletic. He's 
made for the TNT Championship. He is a guy who I really do think is one of those pillars of this company and was homegrown in AEW. But my God, he is the perfect guy for somebody like Miro to throw around and yet still be strong enough and believable enough that he can get him up for more high-impact moves later on. Well, that one, uh, it looked like it was going rough, but Miro didn't give up on it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't give up on it and heaved Sammy overhead. Sammy hits his offense. Boy, him hitting, what's his, sorry, what's his finish called that's like the inverted GTS? The GTH. The GTH. He hit the GTH. Whoo, boy. Like the Spanish fly, the 630, like there's, okay, so the when the 630 is like the fourth most physically impressive move in a match. What does that say? It says he is a damn good athlete and one of the guys who I think this promotion thought they were getting an okay guy, and I think he's proven to be a lot more than just okay in the yes. year that he's had with this company. My only gripe is this. They should have split the inner circle because they just don't exist. But that would have been cool if they would have come out to celebrate with him. But Sammy looks awesome in this win. And it's not even a fluke. Like with the way Miro was going, you'd think, oh, they get him on a fluke, a roll up, run away, and we're good. But Miro did the job and he did it really clean. Also, not to go off topic, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention MJF dropping the Bruce Pritchard line. That was very funny. He said, I've got Bruce Pritchard on speed dial. That was a fantastic line. I love them referencing stuff like that. Yeah. New Punk Rant says, I screamed when Sammy won. A to be pulling triggers on the pillars of AEW. Also, I can't wait to see Cody turn full heel. Also bought the mag. Well, thank you so much. You guys are going to love that magazine when you try it out. we got a lot of talented people writing for it. Uh, <laughs> we've got Brandon Campbell saying... Breaking news, Sammy just accepted a challenge from Bobby Fish on Cody's show for next week. P.S. Hire me, Sean. A whole lot of people bringing this up. Alicia Ellis saying Bobby Fish wanting to be next for Sammy is interesting. Well, Sammy Guevara accepted it. Uh, Christopher Hart says, Sammy. Uh, Evan Wright saying Sammy versus Joel Pearl. Well, I think Bobby Fish can fight a little bit better uh, than than Joel Pearl. But Are you, you know putting what? down the current fightful champion, Sean? It yes, I am. Yes, I am. Absolutely. Uh, I, I like this, and I hope before the match, Bobby Fish runs into Adam Cole backstage. I I was not expecting Fish, but yeah. Fish is a perfect guy with Dan me at, any, me at any wedding that I go to. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> I mean, expecting Fish. But, I mean, really. It would, it you know, right. for Fish to be one of the guys in AEW right after Cole, he's also doing some MLW stuff this weekend but this is good for him and i'm glad to see him there and i hope that this isn't just a one-off even if it starts out that way I, I i think he'll end up landing uh a lot more on like a ring of honor or something like that yeah i love me some sova says did you see miro's tweet he said me and my god are gonna talk <laughs> is that before or after he talks to his wife if, i mean maybe that is his god Sawyer said it'd be understandable. I don't understand. I don't need blue chew when there are Spanish flies that crisp on TV. <laughs> said Sawyer. Jay says, I don't remember seeing anyone jump over the ring post like Sammy did. 
Uh, did he do a front flip? How, what did he do? I mean, Damian Priest does it a lot. I believe it was a front flip. He did. He does it so crisp. Yes. Everything he does is so smooth that it's hard to think of anyone who does it so flawlessly. Evan Wright says Sammy's TNT title design wise will be fire. I've is that, that canon new- now? Everybody just gets their own design. I, I think so. Cause I've heard of some being made or, or suggested. That's cool. We've got Stuplexer saying, I thought this was way too early to take the belt off Miro. They could have gotten a couple more months out of him as champ. What's next for him? I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. I am not sure, but I think it's important that they keep him involved in something big. I don't think he should be popping up on dark all the time and stuff like that. He can do a tag run. title. You know what? I think that's pretty good too. Yeah, like I he, think- he's he's mad at God, and he says fuck the world. So he needs a belt to satisfy his God and his wife. So he's just gonna go. Rick Starks, you, I'm gonna break you. Does it, and then defends the FGW title every week on Rampage. You know, I think that's a great way to go with Nero. Oh, Ricky, you are not effing the world enough. <laughs> oh, All right, you have to talk to his guy about that too. Seamus Dunn says, would love to see a Sammy Buddy Murphy match, even if it's just a one-off. Well done, Miro, and a great run as champion. I've been waiting for a Kenny uh, Buddy match long enough. I would love to see that. Claude Speed wants to see Sammy and Dante for the TNT title. That's got to be open challenge rules for sure, because he ain't won anything lately. Um, Biomonkey says, glad to see Sammy getting a big win solo, or big solo win. And Jordan Scott says, give me Miro versus Black now, please. Yeah, Sammy needed to get a big win. I think a lot of people need to get bigger wins in, in, yeah. in that regard. And Miro versus Alistair or Malachi Black, I would love to see that, or I would love to see them team up because teaming up in AEW is not a demotion. It is right. It's it's being involved in something important. And the tag team titles are some of the highly contested titles in the company. I don't know if it's time to pull the trigger on a Black Miro feud yet. Yeah, but. You know, that is waiting there. How long has it been since we had tag titles this important? Probably. I don't. At at least 19 years, probably 20. Like you could argue the SmackDown six. That was going to be my argument. You could argue that, but like AEW's got like a AEW 60 at this point. Like they've got so many damn teams. um, And and they've got like these part-time teams as well. I would, I would argue like maybe back in the TLC era probably yeah still waiting for sting and darby to be ranked by the way they've beaten yeah uh, top teams and they're four and out evan wright says brody lee charity partnership formation rules yes we got that that yeah that's notice awesome. today that is great i love that and today was the right day to announce that so i i hopefully learn learn more about that and we can support that sean says sammy versus malachi yeah please and thank you oh yeah oh yeah yeah, uh, Sammy is close with Cody. So if you ever wanted to do more to get to Cody, Sammy's another one that you could go after. New Punk Rant says Leo Rush, Sammy winning, Adam Cole Jungle Boy, just so much. I cried when Negative One and Amanda came out. AEW is just so great. Rest in peace, Mr. Brody. Uh, well said. So I feel like I should share a story that I did share on list. They're not listing your boy today. Um, did I ever tell you about him ribbing me the one time we spoke? No. 
So I heard a story from somebody in WWE about Brody being a little upset over a spot in one of the last, I think it was the 2019 WrestleMania Battle Royal. He felt like somebody wasn't taken care of very well. And I was like kind of back and forth on reporting it. I reached out to him and I got, he asked me to send him my phone number. So he called me. He was like, yes, that's true. He's like, don't care if you report it or not. I ended up not. Um, it, it seemed like it was going to cause more trouble for, for somebody then that was, you know, tr trying to get out anyway. But uh, he was very honest with me about it. He told me what his issues were. And uh, then he's like, hey, man, I got a big fucking scoop for you. And then he hung up on me. <laughs> that's, you know what? That's awesome. That's I loved cool. it. That's classic. I got to see a good range of, of Brody Lee within like a 10-minute talk. I got to see him, his honesty, how much he cared for people, how much he loved wrestling, how ambitious he was in his career. And I got ribbed by the guy. And that was so funny to me. And we That's never awesome. spoke again. Uh, outside of uh, the like the occasional acknowledgement of a couple things. Like it was, it that popped me so much. Like as soon as, like as your phone will make the doo -doo -doo sound when, <laughs> when somebody hangs up on you. I popped so hard for that. That was so cool. Uh, we've got Jordan Scott saying, also, let's hope Miro doesn't call his God like WWE did. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, I don't no. think Miro. I don't think Miro wants to play with that fire. Fran Chili says, one of the best dynamites of the year. Maybe glad to see Sammy become champ in such a hot crowd. Wishing Kate a speedy recovery. Yes, we, we yeah. adore Kate. Hope she gets better soon. Uh, Mike McVaney says, what a great show. As soon as Sammy came out in purple, I knew he was winning. And I thought they kept Miro looking strong, too. They did. Miro... Sometimes good wrestlers beat other good wrestlers, and I'm okay with that, Robert. Yeah, and it says a lot that you can just lose a match, and it's not the end of Miro. There's still so many different places for him to go. And uh, it's it's okay. You don't have to have a top rope collapse or crazy lighting or somebody to get hit with a mallet or all this goofy stuff. Like Sometimes they can just get beat. Yeah. Francis says it was a series of events that they find a weakness of Miro week after week. His story was told not a problem with me. If Miro lost that belt, that's the thing. They told this story across three opponents and like four or five matches, Robert, the tornado DDT, his neck is weak. And every single week, bam, his neck, bam, his neck, bam, his neck. It kept getting worn on necks. Aren't that durable. Even one like his. So I love it. They, they, they knocked his power meter down. Yeah, and it's appropriate that Sammy is able to do it with Fuego's Tornado DDT. So many good things told in just that one match. Oh, we've got a few more Super Chats. Go ahead and get yours in, guys. This is the last call. Zach Amon says, your boys, you boys agree that Cody is the problem and not MJF, Sean Spears, QT Marshall, and Arn Anderson. I think that would be an amazing approach to take. That would be amazing. I, I would sort of like, okay, so this is a, a very beta tested idea. Like that these people even like, I don't want to say stage an intervention, but they're like, listen, man, we told you. And even though we hate you, we love you. We care about you, but you're the asshole here, not us. Even though very clearly MJF is an asshole. Yes. But I've often said, who can turn MJF babyface? Well, it's got to be somebody that can out-asshole him. 
Cody might be the person. I think Cody is the person. I don't think he might be. I think he he is. Because Cody is so oblivious yes. to the fact that he's an asshole that it makes him the perfect foil for the overt asshole and MJF. And when we're saying this, we mean within story. He's he's very self-aware outside of this. He knows what's going on. But to me, it's like I think that Cody could like become this evil, unstoppable type of guy and there's so much story that can be told there. And I think he's got the right kind of heat. The people like to boo him. They don't, I, I don't think they just want to see him off TV. I could be wrong, but. I, I do enjoy it. As long as this leads to more Cody and more title pictures and more, you know, actual storylines instead of just, I'm going to do my thing with my guys and then disappear. I want to see more of Cody. I might be in the minority though. Yes. Hey, Pesoric says, do you think Leo is just going to run a stable and not wrestle? I mean, that'd be good too. He can, he can talk his ass off. So when, when Leo had all that heat in WWE, uh, one of the, a very respected veteran said the issue with getting him to listen. And this is at that time, this is over two years ago. They said he's every bit as good as he thinks he is. And he knows he's that good. He knows he's a great talker. He knows he's a great worker. He knows he's a great manager. He knows he's a great wrestler. So it's like, what can you tell somebody that's that young? Now, granted, a lot of the stuff that was thrown his way was unnecessary, in my opinion. But he's he's so valuable. If they can keep him and they can retain him, Robert, I think he's very valuable. You can say whatever you want about his time on the main roster. But Vince McMahon saw enough in him to say... I want you on my show regularly and you might even win the IC title just based on talking for a guy who's, you know, as of before two weeks ago, the WWE champion. So rush is very good. I hope he wrestles. Cause I don't think you should have a Leo rush and not let him wrestle, yeah. but he could just manage and that would be fine. He'd be good at whatever they had him do. Uh, and I, I hate these chats. He retired. No, he went back. Not a good move. Yeah, you know what? I guess they shouldn't ever let anybody back that retired. Because uh, let me tell you, there's a, been a lot of people that have retired and come back. Doctor, I can't pronounce that, says, hear me out. Wardlow versus Sting. I think if that happened, that's when the buckle bomb happens. That's when Sting gets buckle bombed and they go, oh, my God, he's dead. Yeah. That F10 would be a very scary bump for Sting. Alicia Ellis says, is Wardlow going to buckle bomb sting? Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're reading my mind, Alicia. Uh, Armando says, Wardlow is going to snap stings back in half like Bane. Like Bane, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, do it. Like Nightfall, like Bane to Batman. I think that would be a great spot and a great tie-in for Warner Media. I'm sure they'd be all over it. And Armando, Armando says, that's going to push Darby over the edge. Ooh, that is so good. It's really good. Guys, please leave a thumbs up on this stream. We got our last super chat. I love me some sofa says maybe this is the way Cody eases back into the world title picture and bypasses not going for the world title stipulation. Well, he constantly says in interviews that he's not doing that. However, he also said in interviews that he's not turning heel. He also yeah. said in interviews that he's not going to use the Cody Rhodes name. He's going to use Cody. So as it turns out, Cody might be a good worker, Robert. It might be. You know, that last name of his might actually carry some weight as far yes. as how good he can work people. Balab says, you want $100 on <laughs> 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 That exchange rate isn't favorable, my friend. 
Guys, thank you all so much. Uh, we've got so much stuff going on all week long. But Robert, tell the people what you're up to. I am doing lots and lots of podcasts. Follow me everywhere at Dude Felice. See what I got going on. I'm here every day of the week on Fightful, writing news, helping the team, and it's an awesome time. I, well, uh, all things, fingers crossed, unless something terrible happens, will be at the uh, Bengals-Jacksonville Jaguars game tomorrow. So I'm going to watch my team make Tony Khan cry. Hmm. That's That's what I'm there for. Guys, thank you all so much. Until next time, we're out.